Welcome to the ongoing story of the Bible, Season 10, Living Under Occupation. The time is now around 28 AD. Jesus becomes famous and the authorities are worried. In Jerusalem, Jesus is despised by the religious authorities. He is able to move freely in the province of Galilee and people travel to hear him. But his cousin John has enraged the local ruler Herod and is now imprisoned. Episode 6 Tensions Mount Jesus travels to Nain and arrives as the burial of a widow's son is taking place. He's filled with compassion and touches the coffin, telling the corpse to get up. Then the young man begins to talk and sits up. The people are amazed and Jesus' fame spreads in the land. Now Jesus and his followers return to Jerusalem for a festival. On the Sabbath, Jesus and his followers are at the Sheep Gate at a pool called Bethsaida. Here the priests collect water for the temple offerings and ceremonies and the sick wait for miracles. If an angel disturbs the water in the pool, then the sick try to get in to receive healing. One man has been waiting 38 years and Jesus asks him if he wants to be healed. Not knowing Jesus' identity, the man says he is waiting for someone to lift him into the water. So Jesus tells him to get up and carry his mat. The man does, and Jesus slips into the crowd. But this angers the religious authorities. Their rules about carrying a mat on the Sabbath have been broken. Now Jesus meets the healed man and tells him not to sin anymore or something worse may happen to him. But the man tells his Sabbath day healing story to the religious authorities and identifies Jesus as the healer. Jesus angers them by saying that his father is always working and so must he. He also speaks of his cousin John and his teaching and says that the message he brings is even greater. Jesus says he hasn't come to collect people's praise, but to seek God's praise. Now the group head off to Peter's home, one of the disciples. And at Peter's home, his mother-in-law is unwell and she is healed. She gets up and helps everyone, and when evening comes, people with demons are brought for healing. Now Jesus and his disciples return to Galilee. Now the group are at the Sea of Galilee. An enormous crowd gathers, and Jesus gets into a boat to talk to them. Then he and his disciples sail over the sea. Now Jesus settles down to sleep, but a storm breaks. So his followers wake him, fearing they're going to die. So Jesus speaks to the storm by rebuking it, meaning to reprimand it, and it becomes calm. People are continually amazed by Jesus. Over the other side of the lake is Gentile territory. They land the boat, climb a hill, and next to burial tombs find a man tormented by demons, and he is chained to stones. The man begins speaking as the demons within him recognize Jesus and beg to be sent into a herd of pigs. So Jesus tells the demons to leave the man and they go into the pigs, who then run down the hill and drown in the lake. Now Jesus returns to Nazareth. Back in his hometown, the local people bring people to Jesus for healing, though the religious authorities have said that Jesus is blaspheming. It is at this point he meets the tax collector, Matthew, and asks him to follow him. Jesus and his students join a meal with tax collectors, who people consider to be sinners. Now Jesus is criticised by the religious authorities because he and his disciples don't fast and for the company they keep. 
The time has come for Jesus to give his authority to his followers. So Jesus shares his authority to heal and cast out evil spirits, demons, with his 12 closest followers. He sends them in pairs throughout Israel to proclaim the message that the kingdom of God is near. Jesus says that they have received without paying, so they are to give without asking for payment. They are to take no supplies for their trip, but to seek the welcome of trustworthy people. They will bring God's peace to those homes. But where they are rejected, they must shake the dust from their feet. Jesus warns his followers to be prudent as snakes, but as harmless as doves, because they will meet much opposition. Jesus performs teachings and miracles which mirror Israel's earlier prophets. Elijah and Elisha both raised widow's sons from death. Jesus resurrects a widow's son. You can read these stories in the Gospel books that work as four accounts of Jesus' life. It's like compiling evidence from multiple sources. Four books that bring together the entire story from four different perspectives. The Bible story is played across time. God's character and people's characters are revealed as the story unfolds. Various chronologies have been calculated and attributed to its texts over the years. Many of the dates have been referenced with historical texts. Our current year, for example, if chosen by the Hebrew calendar, demonstrates the suggested year from creation. For the purpose of this series, various calendars have been used, in particular the timeline created by 17th century Archbishop Usher and others as a guideline, as a framework, a chronological backbone. When taken as history, the Bible story and its prophetic conclusion, which is yet to come in the book of Revelation, is played over a period of between six and 7,000 years. And the Bible says that to God, a day is as a thousand years, and a thousand years are like a day. By viewing the Bible story as history and taking a Bible worldview, you can see that we are in the final pages of the prophetic words written in the ongoing Bible story. Listen in for the next instalment of the ongoing Bible story. These podcasts, called Full Circle, are based on the author's best knowledge at the time of production. They have been created from the Bible texts, commentaries and historical studies. The Bible is God's living word and its story and learning is unfolding and ongoing. Thanks to Bible translators, some of whom gave their lives to give us its words, you can delve into its pages and start your own journey of discovery today.